This is the Territory Story Podcast News Bites. Thanks to Opie Dennis Digital Marketing, your local digital marketing agency. Hello, welcome. This is the Territory Story Podcast Weekend Edition News Bites. My name is Peter Gowers. Let's get straight to the headquarters of where news happens in the NT. And let's talk to the other bloke at the NT Independent Online Newspaper, David Woody Wood. How are you, mate? Good, Pete. I'm, uh, I'm humbled by your introduction. Uh, yeah, I'm glad to be here. <laughs> Don't worry, I'm the other bloke as well. Mate, uh, tell us, what's making news this week? Uh, there is so much. Everything's making news. We've got the um, protracted saga of the uh, police commissioner. Is he the police commissioner? Is he not the police commissioner? Is he on holidays? That's the enduring story. So that's yeah. been the dominant thing over this uh, this week, I think. So I think the uh, the chief minister who said she was not going to talk about anything publicly has come out and given us a little snippet of information that it'll all be over soon. Yeah. From what I can see, she gave no evidence or reasoning why it would all be over soon. And uh, mm. I'm not saying that's not correct, but it seems that it could be unlikely considering the heavy-hitting lawyers that Jamie Chalker brought in um, Rebecca Giles and Arthur Moses, who both represented former Australia Post boss Christine Holgate, and, and Moses represented Ben Robert Smith and uh, former Attorney General Kristen Porter as well. So, um, uh, are we cautious about her optimism about why this would be over in a week? But uh, that's what she said. It seems that um, I think after answering questions, the same question over and over 11 times I I seem to remember at a press conference about whether the police commissioner had been asked to resign and she said he is on leave and then said she couldn't say anything else about it. Suddenly on Wednesday, after several days, she decided she could say something more about it, which is incredible. And But when, all we've ever got is that it's about a, a contract discussion, a private, private discussion between her and the, and the police commissioner about his contract. Now, his contract is up for renewal in November. He said through his lawyers that it came with a uh, like the option of a discussion about his renewal of his contract in May. And he, from the from the statement issued by his fancy silks, said he was basically he's pushing to be reinstated or given a contract extension, which I think most people in the territory would find extraordinary like i think that's a beautiful word to to describe that claim i couldn't agree more i think that um television stations like channel seven use the word extraordinary uh to death so it loses its meaning but i actually just before you said that then i was going to say woody did i dream this or did i read somewhere that the current chief of police was expecting slash hoping slash thinking that he was going to be renewed for another four years because he's done such a fine job. He probably thinks he's going to get a 20-year contract to just see him out. But uh, no, that's what the statement released by his lawyers said, which was on Saturday. Now, the Chief Minister, in her inability to articulate extraordinarily again, has not mentioned uh, his request for mediation. And now he, this just is, uh, you know, harks back to, I don't know whether you remember, We've printed it several times. When he got to the job in 2017, he said he was uh, 
his appointment was the the shot in the arm that morale, uh, the NT police morale needed, and he was humbled by the appointment. Now I'm, um, uh, oh, I don't know where I was going with that, but um, it just it, the whole thing is just incredible. It's just incredible that we've got to this point. It's incredible that the government seemingly reportedly asked him to resign and then he refused to do it in a sort of Adam Giles type moment. And it's it's incredible to me that the regardless of the circumstances of this, that the Chief Minister cannot simply articulate what's going on. Like how I cannot see any legal impediment to her saying I don't want to renew his contract. Like Yeah. Yep. It's a um it's a classic Walshy where I've been listening to him intently for the last three years and he's made this statement multiple times and that is it's their inability to kill something. I mean, it would have been so easy to put this to bed on day one. Whether they're in agreement, whether they're in disagreement, it's irrelevant. But this is what I've said, this is what I'm going to do and this is what's going to happen. But the inability to commit to anything and crap on about this private conversation, it's it's just created this you know where there's smoke there's fire and it's just running out of control now yeah it is not out of the realms of possibility but there's something that's going on that you know my mind can't conceive of in, in a legal sense it stops them from talking about it but this would yep. be um the idea of removing the police commissioner may may have been the the one positive decision that would have been welcomed by the general population and they've managed to like just Balls it up massively. There's to take something from um, from what, one of the most positive things that would have been viewed that they could do to being one of their biggest, for want of a better term, balls up is yeah. it takes a special type of talent. It does, and and you know, as we have said multiple times. In fact, we probably say it every week at the moment that we don't want to seem as though we're just constantly kicking the boots in to the government because. There's plenty to talk about when it comes to the opposition as well. Um, however, it's just it just seems collectively and individually they've managed to mess everything up along the way. Yeah, that's that's right. There's there's a there's a track record that's um, not looking particularly good. But you do make a really excellent point. And when um, when asked at a press conference yesterday, the opposition leader Leif Nokiaro was was asked. What would you do? Would you have gotten rid of the police commissioner? And then she just she ignored the question and went on about how Natasha Files has a responsibility to to fix this up. But um, mm. I, I, we've been producing a series of stories called Tarnish Brass about um, some of the uh, lesser <laughs> lesser moments in Jamie Chalker's um, career as police commissioner. And yeah. it, it, I find it difficult to believe it as an opposition leader that you could not look at that, all that compiled um, evidence of some really serious allegations about some things that potentially have gone on and not not have a comment to make on behalf of Territorians about um, you know, the functioning of the anti-police force. And, like, if you – if the, the thing – I think one of the things the Territory needs most is people who will act on conviction. And yep. if you're there throwing hand grenades about what a mess – the government's made of it, but you're not willing to stand up to make sure that Territorians are getting the best um, service and representation from their police force, then it's questionable mm. about what you'll do when you get in power. 
Correct. Woody, it's the non-stance on major issues, I think, that's caused them major problems. It seems whenever we get one of these sort of moments where all they really would need to do is come out and say, we'd do the opposite of what's happening now, they just won't say it. And I don't know why. It doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, well, you know, the territory just seems like it's, you know, I've spent some time out of the territory yeah. and looking at the real world and then coming back here, it just, it's, it seems in paralysis, really. Correct. Yeah, it does. And the other thing too, and I said this last week, and I don't know the bloke and I'm not out for blood and I don't, I don't, you know, I've got nothing personally against him whatsoever, but I bet you you've been in a situation before in your life when you might want to do something, but you see the tide running against you and you go, look, you know what, as a result of that, I'm not going to do it. You know, I'm going to resign or walk away or whatever it might be. But to dig your heels in and say, no, no, I'm the, I'm, I'm the best person for this job, at this point in time with all the evidence we have, it, it just seems uh, counterproductive. Yeah. I mean, are you suggesting that I've failed in a job before? Well, I have. <laughs> very, we all have, mate. Much. And... Uh, I don't know, it just seems to me, I mean, people might think I'm a really crap journalist as well and I should walk away from this, but I, I just, I don't know how I'd stay in a position like that. I would just feel, especially one that's, uh, you know, as a public servant of like one of the most important public servants, I, mm. I can't understand why people don't walk away. I know it's got a big, it's got a big wage that comes with it, which makes, makes it difficult, but um this is also one of the reasons why I don't put my hand up for other more serious jobs like chief yeah. minister and the like, because I, I know what my level is and my level is not that. Yeah. No, you're exactly right. Look, uh, gee, if, if ever it came out, if, if, and I'm sure it won't, but if ever it came out that the reason for wanting to hold the job was purely because of the money, then I mean, that's, uh, I, I don't even know how to describe what that is, but, it's not good, I'll put it that way, but yeah. there must be more at play and you, you, you said it yourself, maybe there's more at play that we just don't know about uh, and let's assume there is, but this thing needs to be dealt with because everybody's up in arms and that paralysis, I couldn't agree more and it's holding the territory back. Yeah, yeah, it is. We'll dig down on this deeper on the weekend edition, of course, but uh, what, what else is making news that we should know about this week? Well, there's a, a bit of a weird one that uh, uh, Tiven, who is a, uh, a minerals exploration company, and have agreed to um, build a processing plant in, in Middle Arm, the first sort of industry, new industry that's going to go there. They've said they're <laughs> this. It's the non petrochemicals plant. Yeah, exactly. They're, they're not going to do petrochemicals, but they've. Um, They've said they've signed a letter, a non-binding letter of intent to have talks with Sun Cables, you know, whatever's remaining of the particular subsidiary of Sun Cable to potentially talk about getting uh, 200 to 300 megawatts of solar-generated power from them. Just, I have to remind you that it's non—it's um, non-binding. Having yep. read the press releases by mining companies, now I used to think the education department was the worst communicators in the world, but mining companies are, are terrible. So, um, <laughs> so, as you know, Sun Cable went into administration uh, in January over you know fights between two billionaires who owned it, and now they're looking for an owner. So, that's happening. I don't know what significance that has or what that really means, but uh, that is happening. Interesting. This is the uh, 
Sun Cable business that was building a solar farm to send uh, power to Singapore that no one in Singapore seemed to want. <laughs> Don't be like that, Pete. Okay. Um, yes, uh, <laughs> Let's leave that for a further discussion. <laughs> and what else you got for me, lastly? Uh, well, there is something that's going to come out tomorrow, hopefully, which I'm working on, which is uh, Natasha Files has come on radio this morning and said there is absolutely no damage being done to the Howard Springs former workers' ah. camp, which is the COVID-19 quarantine place as well, and only like wear and tear, which really flies in the face of what we've been hearing, and we haven't done anything on this yet, but it was a, it was a little, um, it was very interesting that she said that. Um, the, the, Absolutely. The opposition, the opposition have come out and said, you need to tell us what's going on and what the damage bill has been, and there's been, um, there's been a lot of talk about exactly the significance of what's been going on there. So we're still trying mm-hmm. to get behind that, investigate, ask the police, ask various other sources about if we can pin something down on that as well. I was absolutely staggered to read, and again, you know, at this stage I suppose it's only speculation, but I think it was something that the um, opposition spokesman Steve Edgington said that a part of that centre is now being condemned. If that's the case, I'd want to know why. Uh, look, I... I have. We have been told that. I don't know the veracity of, of that, and I hadn't heard that Steve Edgington had said that either. But um, there is. There, there seems to be uh, something significant behaviour that's mm. gone on there, and um, it's hard. You know, obviously the government won't answer our questions, but um, th- there seems to be too much specific information coming out about uh, yes. what, what some people, and we'll say some people have been doing there that um, needs explanation. Yeah, agreed. And let me just put the word allegedly there because that's what I thought that I read. I thought it was Steve Edgington who'd said it. Maybe I was wrong. Maybe I dreamt it along with Jamie Chalker getting a 20-year uh, extension <laughs> on his contract. But I thought that's what I read somewhere. Yeah, I, I don't know. I know uh, Maylie's been talking about it a, a little bit, but um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what Let's leave it at that, Woody. I'll catch up with you on the Weekends with Woody edition, which will be released on Saturday morning. And I appreciate you joining me on News Bites. Thanks, Pete. It's been a pleasure. That was David Wood from the NT Independent Online Newspaper. He'll be back with me on the Weekend edition with Weekends with Woody on the Territory Story podcast. That was the Territory Story News Bites for this week. Thanks to Opie Dennis Digital Marketing, your local digital marketing agency.